Do you rely on pain to motivate you? You're struggling to enjoy life the way it is now and you always try to get someplace else because where you are right now is just not good enough. Today's guest is my buddy Patrick Wagner or Patrick Wagner if you're German. Uh, I don't even know how to pronounce him on English in English properly because it's so weird. Patrick Wagner. Um, Patrick, he, we first met when we both started our e-commerce business in 2016 and joined a mastermind where we had weekly mastermind calls to chat about our progress and help each other out. And uh, yeah, both of us ended up selling our businesses in 2018 and we made a complete shift in what we were doing and also how we decided to live our life. While both of us were initially driven by scarcity, wanting to just make money and become successful, real, we realized that it wasn't fulfilling. So we've taken a completely different path of self-discovery, learning about ourselves and what we really need to build a life that is true to us. And here we discuss how to stop being driven by pain and truly love what you do so you can achieve more or going on a content diet and do less to achieve more, getting in touch with your intuition and why understanding yourself is so important to optimize your routines and the way you work. So without further ado, let's just jump, jump right into it, dive right into it, jump into it, whatever you want to do. Let's go. Yeah, so yeah. We, end, we ended up meeting um, through the Amazon Mastermind, right? So yeah, that, was, that was 2016. I was just getting started. You were also just getting started. And yes, then we were, right. in a, we were in a mastermind with a few guys um, talking every week or so. And um, yeah, what, what were you selling again? You were selling... Um, nutrition products, yeah. Nutrition foods. products. Superfoods, uh, tea blends, and, and different like herbs and stuff. Yeah, supplements. Yeah. There was a the big Amazon boom. Huh? Supplements and uh, yeah, kitchen kitchen stuff. Or what was the big uh, the big things over there? Yeah, and uh, supplements was big. Yeah, yeah, and a lot of my friends now, or people that are in in the masterminds right now, where we have like the calls every every week or so. Um, it seems like the guys that are in e-commerce, they all started in 2016, especially in Germany. Uh, it's funny. So that was like, we got in at, at a good time. And then where, where did that uh, business end up for you later on? So I sold the business 2018, mid 2018. Um, and yeah, enjoyed my, my free time and my, my freedom actually to spend a lot of time in, in, for my personal development and to develop my, my new project in coaching and personal development. Because um, I find it very fascinating how the aspect of personal development if, you know is behind all this for me as an entrepreneur was like personal development was the the, the motor who, who runs everything the business was just the outside but what really thrilled me all the time was develop myself from the inside out and of course my business and the money and my lifestyle but also the main thing in the middle for me or in the in the core is, was the personal development so i you know, after that, I discovered that uh, it's very, very fulfilling for me to teach and to coach other people to discover the same what I did. And so I ended up, yeah, in uh, a new project in personal development and mindset. Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, I think I said this to, to a few friends of mine that are, that are like all about personal development and they read a lot of books and stuff like that. Um, and they have their, their nine to five job and stuff like that. I, I always tell them, having a business is like the best personal development program that you can take. Cause this is going to test you to your limits. And it's, it's like, it has real consequences. So it you really gotta, is, yeah. 
yeah, you really got to make things work. Uh, otherwise you're going to be broke. You're going to be living under a bridge. So uh, I like that approach. So um, a lot of us, especially um, first starting out with a business just to generate money, we transition into wanting to do something more that is aligned with what we want to stand for, with what we're interested in. For me, my, my first business was like, it was pure grind and uh, it was purely pushing against, uh, driven by pain and pushing against what I actually wanted to do, um, which was fine because I, I learned the business fundamentals and skills, but then I also wanted to transition to something that was more aligned with who I am. So you, I think you had a similar experience, right? Yes, I mean, pain is one of the best and uh, most massive uh, yeah, push factors which you can use. The most of the people, they use it uh, unconsciously. So, so they feel the pain against something or themselves and they, they push through something. But if you, so I discovered that if I use this pain um, or this negativity in, uh, in a sense where it is, uh, let's say, um, like directed or in the frame, that is hurting myself, um, it, is, it is way better. So I started with the, the vision in my head, of course, but I discovered in the meantime that, yeah, you know, all the grind, all this pushing through requires a lot of you know, energy. And I took a lot of this paid energy and put it in the business. And I, I came to the same conclusion as, as you, I think, that, um, you know, I wanted to have, I want to spend my day, day to day in a more meaningful way and not like, uh, you know, pushing, grinding, hustling all the, all the day. And then in the end to have a better life. So that didn't make sense for me. So, yeah. So I, there was a certain point where I switched it, where I realized, okay, there is a lot of pain. I can use it good, but I also need to have the pleasure. So, you know, I integrated more pleasure into this and um, yeah, concentrate more on the vision. What can I do right now? to be happy and to, to live this fulfillment. What I, what was the big vision, which was, you know, years from now, you understand what I mean? Yeah. 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 Um, I'm, I see so, so much of myself in that as well. Cause I'm, I also want to train myself now, or I am training myself now and have trained myself a lot now to, to really enjoy what is now and not just be driven by pain where I even had an attachment to pain where I thought, I need this pain. And if I'm, if I'm not in pain and if I'm too happy now, then I won't be driven. I think that's actually something that holds, holds some people back. It's where they, they think they need that grind or that pain to actually keep going, which is because it's what's got them started, right? It yeah. got them started to, yeah, to start their business or whatever. But I think for the long term, really, and to really build um, an abundant life that you actually enjoy and, and even create a huge business, I think really enjoying your life now and really being happy now is such a superpower. Of course. Yeah. I mean, in my coachings and my, my program, I use also some of this energy work on a very hands-on level. So yeah, it, it's always like the point where you started the energy from which you do things, this will transform or, or you know, uh, result into everything you do. So if, if you have a plant and if the, if the water is not good or you put like poison shit in the water, even if the plant is growing, still you can't eat the fruits because they're, they're poisoned or they, you know, they're not so good or, or rich as they would be when the water would be more, uh, you know, more natural or more, more energetic. So if you, do, if you start something with a negative energy, 
from the core, everything what grows out of it will have this negative taste. <laughs> and for me, it was like it started with this negativity as a push factor, you know, with a back against the wall. So it's just one way. So push it, you know, that's good. But then if the rocket started to, to talk in this picture, so I realized I need to switch it to, to give it to, you know, to enjoy the ride. Otherwise, it's just destroying itself. And yeah. Uh, yeah, I feel many people right now, even in like, especially in business and uh, entrepreneurship, they realize this. They realize, okay, it doesn't make sense to just grind your ass off all your, all your uh, life. And, and after, I know, 30 years or so, you're, I don't know, 60 and rich, but sick. So they don't want this because they, they saw it with their parents' generation or other people. So we have good and bad role models. I always need to think, so one of my best positive role models is Richard Branson because he's, I don't know, 60-something, 60 60-plus, 60 and he's enjoying life every moment. He's still kite surfing and stuff. So this is like, wow, you know, and, and, and there's this negative role models where I see like, okay, they're 60 and they, they're having a different lifestyle. So what's the difference? And for me, it's this energy. This is the difference. So Richard Branson had uh, consciously or unconsciously cultivated this positive energy throughout his life. Everything he's doing or did was in, his, in this positive energy. And there are other people who are doing stuff where you can see like there is some negativity behind this. If they know it, so if it's conscious or unconscious, I don't know. But you can see it and that is very interesting. Richard Branson is exactly one of the role models that I have as well. He's also on you know, my vision board and stuff like that. Like people that I look up to the most because... He's not just someone that is enjoying his journey, but he's also achieved so much because like in the past, if I heard someone say, Hey, you also got to enjoy your life. And you know, I, I would think, oh, okay, that person looks like that person has given up on their really big goals and they just want to turn it down a notch now. But this is actually not what we're talking about. Like that's something that shifted uh, a lot for me, which is that, like enjoying your life now doesn't mean that you're going to take a step back and you're going to, you know, slow down a bit and you might achieve less and, and be happy with that. No, it actually, it's actually necessary for me. I realize now it's a necessary step for me to actually achieve way bigger than goals that I've set already. So for me that it, back in the day, that wouldn't motivate me if someone told, said, you know, talked about, Oh, just be happy now. Cause I would be like, Oh no, but I want that big result. But the thing is, it's not either or it's actually, the happiness and the require is actually a requirement to achieve these really big things. I think Richard Branson couldn't have achieved what he's achieved without being such a happy guy that really enjoys his life and goes kite surfing because it's necessary. It feeds each other. So the achievement uh, should feed your happiness and the, your happiness should feed your ability to ch- achieve more. Um, yeah. And yeah, it's this balance, right? One of my spiritual mentors, a very wise lady from Finland. She, she told me that, it's, it's all about the, the rhythm and the balance. So in life on earth, we have like day and night and you have rain and sun and all this stupid pictures she painted in my head. But you know, back then I, I wasn't aware of what she meant, but now I really understand it. There is day and there's night and there's, you know, uh, you going out doing action. There's the, the male, um, the, the masculine principles, you know, so the strength going out and you have this feminine principle, yin and yang. It's, you know, it's the yeah. same. It's like pushing out, do your workout and then rest. Your muscles won't grow when you just sport and, and work out all the time. 
you need time to rest and to rebuild. So for me, this gives the natural balance. And like, once I understood this, it chilled my mind and it chilled my life so much because I know when I relax and when I have this happiness and, and uh, downtime, this is actually work. This is work and this is, this is part of my achievement or my uh, you know, way to my vision and I, I can fully enjoy it. And so I can fully enjoy also my, my active time. And this balance makes it, makes it fun. <laughs> Yeah, and also really thinking about, uh, for example, journaling. I love journaling. It's one of the things that has got me so many results in my life. Uh, so many people think, uh, and I used to think that in the past as well, that journaling is like, it's not really work. But journaling is one of the most productive things you can do. Or also relaxing. Sleeping is one of the most productive things you can do. Because you get so much back out of it later on. And um, yeah, this has been a huge shift for me as well. Um, and yeah, like you said, it's, everything is like a balance, the yin and yang. And also, if you look at um, workouts, for example, there's so many guys that overtrain. They train five or six times a week and they don't rest enough. That's usually the main problem for guys is like they train too much. I think in the four-hour body, Tim Ferriss talks about how um, from, from geek to freak, there's like a chapter on that where you can really bulk up. And his workout routine or the one that he recommends from someone else there is uh, it's basically starting out like I think three times a week and then as you progress you actually end up working out less and less because your body your, your muscles get bigger you train these bigger muscles and they need more time to relax so like there's so many guys that, that are not getting any more results in the gym because they're literally training too much and I think it's the same in in um, yeah and also your work routine how you approach your business so Oftentimes, actually taking time off is the most productive thing you can do. And, and usually the workout that is the most sustainable is the best workout. So guys can always say, hey, I, you know, I'm going to do the toughest workout. It's going to be one hour. I'm going to do it every day. And it's going to be like just killing me. But the thing is, after like a few weeks, you're going to get injured. And then you have an injury and you can't go train for another two to three months. And someone that just did a really easy workout that it was very simple, but was sustainable. He didn't get injured and he kept doing it and he actually enjoyed it. So he never had to battle with willpower. And uh, those people actually end up getting the best results. So I think it's the same with, with work as well. That's why I'm, I'm now, I, I want to optimize my work around enjoying it. Yeah. And literally, do I enjoy this? If I, if I realize I'm not enjoying it, too much like for a number of days i need to change something and that's something that uh, steve jobs did as well right he he asked himself on the mirror every day if this was, was the last day of uh, my life would i be doing what i'm doing today and if the answer was no too many times in a row he would change things so even he is someone that's like okay i need to enjoy what i do and i think that's everyone i mean richard branson loves what he does he loves the adventure of building businesses Yes, this reflection is a nice picture you you or nice pictures you, uh, uh, you 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 talked about. So Richard Branson or um, uh, Steve Jobs or even Da Vinci. I was reading a book a book about Da Vinci's life. They have this balance, and Da Vinci uh, put in this notebook how how why he have this balance as he was painting the uh, the the huge uh, I don't know how it's called in English the last supper oh the last supper yeah the last supper yeah the big the painting. painting so church um, contracted him to paint this massive uh, 
picture or painting yeah in the in some church um and he that was the critical part where he needed to paint the faces of jesus or of you know other critical characters and he he wanted to have it like wow like perfect and so he, he took like a few weeks off to get his head clear how would he you know draw jesus and and uh, the church was like you know we're contracting you we're paying you get your ass here and work you know <laughs> and he explained also in his in his book in his notebook um geniuses they need this time to be to cult to cultivate their creativity back to restore all this creative energy to get your head head straight and yeah for me this is also a question of mindfulness so in in our days right now 500 years after da vinci so reflecting yourself every day every morning as steve jobs did or if you do with your notebook when you journal this is reflection so you you question everything and say like wow okay i'm on the right track that's tracking so i in my coaching program I, it's under the under category tr tracking so track your your way like on a ship where you know you, i want to go somewhere here you track your course all the time and even in this i mean especially in this uh world we're living right now in we have so many different um distractions there's so much information there's everything going in our sensory system in our brain in our in our system in our mind in our body we need to reflect it we need to you know get the clarity so otherwise we just you know, i don't know consuming and running through the the world and it's that is crazy so yeah i've started a diet uh, which is an information diet i stopped listening to audiobooks i stopped listening to podcasts And even now, I'm, I'm currently in Croatia at the Mind Valley event. It's a month-long event here in Pula, Croatia. And they have all these different talks and stuff like that. And I haven't gone to a single one yet. I'm just literally just here for the social events to meet people, which is already worth it. But there's, there's, every day, there's like, a, a, there's like multiple speeches, but I haven't gone to a single one because I know that it's just adding more stuff, which I don't really need because it's like, I've read so many books, listened to so many podcasts. I've got such a vast theoretical knowledge of things, but um, it's, it's literally taken away from my ability to reflect because, you know, then I go to another speech and he talks about how important it is to, to do public speaking. That's actually a recent example here. Like a friend of mine told me, Hey, this was a really good talk. You, sh you should have been there. Like he talked about public speaking and you know, how you're like, you're just one talk away from, Uh, I don't know, from becoming a, the king in your category or whatever that might be. And I, was, and I know that this is just adding more stuff on my to-do list and I need, actually need to be doing less. And uh, there's also a good book uh, from Cal Newport. It's called uh, Digital Minimalism. So he talks about that as well. So actually, when you're standing in line at the supermarket, don't listen to a podcast, don't listen to music. Let's you just stand there, be present and be bored. So he actually says you need to be bored. And that's something that, yeah, a lot of these geniuses did. So Da Vinci did that and Albert Einstein as well. So in the book, uh, Mastery by Robert Greene, um, he also talks about how uh, these geniuses, they would work really hard. And when they couldn't solve a problem, they would just step away from it. They would take a nap. They would just go for a walk. And then the answers would come to them because they're getting bored and they're letting their brain in, in, in the background, let it figure out, figure out for them. So uh, I think that's such an, such an interesting topic. Do you, are you currently reading a lot of books or are you, have you tried something similar as well? Have you noticed something similar as well? 
Um, so yeah, I did it a while ago that I totally stopped consuming more information because I realized information and knowledge is not wisdom. The difference between this is like actually experiencing it. So I tried to experience everything what I theoretically learned or read or you know have on my knowledge data database in my head. So I I tried to uh, transform it into wisdom with like that I can you know really use it. Um, and do it actually and to have have the experience um, right now it's like i am very centered uh, to myself or you know, connected to my inner inner self so i'm very conscious about what's important right now for me so and i feel the answers if it is a book or a conversation or something they will come to me it's a very spiritual way right now but it works very fine um so every morning i i, I zoom in i um, meditate and then I know what's important for the day. I know what's important now for my life, for my business. So I really, this is discipline, the discipline to focus your sensory, all your senses and your mind and all your power on one thing. So what's important right now, of course, everything is, is, is nice to, to learn and read and oh yeah, more, you know, we are living in a, in a world of entertainment. So that's the biggest industry in the world, entertainment, because what's entertainment, everything. So everything's entertainment. What's just food? All of the, like many restaurants, it's entertainment. Like, you know, you, you, you can name it. So entertainment is huge, but the more things or stuff is entertaining you, the less you are with yourself. And, um, you know, I, I, I try to, um, I don't know, to, to push away this, this overwhelming um, information flow. Yeah. So to be more centered and then, the things pop up from themselves. So like, oh yeah, this is important. And then I'm standing in the supermarket, very boring place, you know, and, and I hear a conversation and click in my head, something, something shifted because this is exactly what I can relate to a product, uh, to, to a problem in my head. So this is like very, very fun to see if you have this, this boredom or the state of emptiness, they call it a spiritual uh, scene. If you go to this place of emptiness where everything just is you know, empty, from there on, you can build up um, to to fill it, fill the the emptiness. So this, I think, is what what the very creative minds like the Vincians and, and people what they did. So they 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 went to the space of emptiness and you know cleaned out their mind for a while, and then got in new stuff. So that's very practical. Yeah, it's actually very interesting that you said it's it's all entertainment because it's so true. Like when I see people how picky they are with food i'm like when it comes to food i'm like hey just i see it i eat it it's very simple when i make food for myself i cook the broccoli and i don't even put salt on it i i'm i, I don't know why but I've, it seems like everybody is so picky about food like they they don't like this little thing so they put it to the side so literally food is also like entertainment it's all stimulus it's all entertaining it's all um making you feel better and, and keeping you away from that from that emptiness which is it's it's really scary because i also um i also remember getting into um into states like that in the past where i just didn't want to be in the present moment and i wanted to watch something on youtube i wanted to listen to something so you know i've realized as well that these podcasts they're actually there to stimulate me and entertain me i'm not here to learn something it's just like it, it makes me feel good about myself because i'm like oh yeah i'm learning something quote unquote but um 
It's actually because I didn't want to be lonely. I didn't want to be alone right now because I was working all day by myself and that would kind of give me a sense of, oh, there's someone there and it's like entertaining. But really diving into that emptiness, it can be really scary, man. Like, um, and, but there's a quote that I heard, which is um, the, the solution to loneliness is solitude, which is like, I think that brings it to the point. It's really like being fine with not being stimulated, being bored, being lonely or feeling bad and really just feeling it. Um, and I think there's going to be such a big gap between these types of people because like the rich get richer, the poor get poorer, right? The people that, I think the people that, are underst- that understand this concept and are living through it and have the, have the guts to actually practice it, they're going to be ahead of everyone like so much in terms of happiness, in terms of the output, in terms of, yeah, what they can achieve. And the people that are just getting sucked into the entertainment and just getting like destroying their brain like that, they're going to have a, they're going to have a really bad time, man. Yes. I mean, in this world of like overwhelming information flow, clarity is freedom. Clarity Mm -hmm. is, is king. You know, if you have the clarity in your mind, and are not distracted and pulled away by, by your emotions, by your thoughts, because that's the, the <laughs> critical thing. Yeah, you have the information, but what, what will happen then? So your information turn into thoughts. Okay, I should do this or that, or I'm not good enough, a feeling I don't look good enough because what I consume on Instagram and social media, they look different, but I don't know if, if it's actually real people or just Photoshop, you know? But in your head, the feelings could cultivate and you get this negative uh, picture of yourself. And this is very critical. Many clients of me, like they come to me when they are in, in this kind of state. And then we need to, you know, establish the, the relationship with them first. So question to you, maybe, maybe you did something like this. What was the la- last time you spent just time with yourself? Nobody else, just you. I did it in, in Portugal a few weeks ago when my girlfriend, she did a, a yoga retreat with women only. So I need to leave the place. And uh, so I rented a, a cabin in, in, in the middle of nowhere. So I, I bought food for a week and I spent like one week with me and myself, you know, sounds crazy, but just, it was, it was amazing because then I realized I have so many relationships with people all over the planet and I'm constantly connected to someone but I'm totally disconnected to myself. Not totally disconnected, but you know, I felt like, okay, so I need to spend time with me. Shit. So imagine if yourself is, would be your, your roommate. You need to live with yourself, you know? So you need to better make friends very, very fast. Otherwise, there's a mess going on. There's a war. And this kind of war, it sounds funny, but many people have this part which is sabotaging them because they don't have a good relationship with themselves and so doesn't matter what your vision is doesn't matter what your values are or whatever your goals if you have this how you call it like internally i don't know this mismatch with you and yourself if you don't like yourself all the time you have this uh, sabotage going on it's crazy yeah yeah man i I wanted to do a, a vipassana retreat where you meditate for 10 days you're not you're not allowed to speak to anyone or even look into their eyes. So I wanted to do that for a while, but yeah, that sounds intense as well. So it's one week and just yourself like, wow. How, how, how did that go? So the first days it was, 
so I also did the Vipassana, by the way. So I was experienced in some kind of way. So I thought All like right. after the Vipassana, I, I do something more radical. Um, because in Vipassana, you see people, um, you're not allowed to look in their eyes, but you see people and you're not alone. You're with, you know. But back then in Portugal, it was um, the first two or three days. It was my, my head was so crazy and I, I did all different kind of stuff. I was like, I don't know writing down, journaling about bullshit, making a coffee three times a day. <laughs> like, you know, what should I do? You know? And then um, I, 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 I saw myself calming down and getting more centered, more like, you know, it's, it's okay right now here. <laughs> That's, you need to experience it by yourself. But if you have this peaceful feeling, like it's okay. So I went to the beach and I was, connected to you know the nature and, and the my experience was if the nature is in Portugal, South Portugal the nature is not so um there are not so many big trees. It's just, you know, the ocean, sand and some small flowers. So it's not so rich in terms of uh, uh you know plants and stuff. So it helped me to relax and to see the 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 beauty beauty in the simple uh, you know landscape. So this helped me to calm down there was not too many stimuli it was just just me myself and nature and it was it was amazing i went out of this with a very very peaceful feeling and you know, very relaxed not relaxed but like i was fine with the moment here and now i didn't have the problem where like oh yeah i need to be in the moment because i just was not moment you know <laughs> the funny thing is like two weeks after this you are still yeah, again in in your daily life and they're like yeah, so it's uh, <laughs> it's a constant battle. You need to do it all the time and be mindful all the time. Yeah, I think it's it's great to have that immersion period, but then you all like everybody needs a daily practice that is like that keeps the that keeps it keeps the momentum going. So daily meditation or journaling, like it's so like I remember thinking like I've been meditating for like six years now, and. Um, I remember at some point, like after two years of meditating, I was like, is this really helping me? And I, I stopped meditating. And uh, I don't know why, but you know, something like things just didn't work out anymore. I was just all over the place. And I was like, what's wrong with me? And I was like, oh, I stopped meditating. <laughs> and that was, that's, only, that's only been a few days. And I was like, wow, okay. The whole benefits that I didn't see in the beginning, now I see them because now I know what it's like to be without meditation again. So that's when I yeah. got back into meditation. It's like something that you only realize once you stop doing it. And um, man, it's so important. Uh, actually, one app that I've that's just uh, picked up because because uh, one of one of the guys in our masterminds he uh, he recommended it. He's currently going through a breakup and he's meditating one hour a day now to like be with his pain and do a lot of self reflection. And he recommended um, Waking Up by Sam Harris. Uh, it's an app and uh, it's it's really good. The way he talks about the meditations is like very interesting. So I've been getting very deep into meditations um, the past few the past few days. Uh, so that's just a quick recommendation. Um, what are some other some other things that you that you currently do to yeah connect more with yourself, become more creative, and 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 also become more happy? Um, yeah, I, I made a big shift a few weeks ago, so that might be interesting for, for your listeners. So, um, I was very structured 
guy before you know i had this big vision the goals and structures and plans and you know i did these routines and i picked me everything which was recommended and and you know which was valuable and working fine for others but i realized this stressed me so much it was good no it, it has this his positive uh, you know uh, output on my life but then i switched the the button and, and said like okay um i just find my own routine right now because I tried different things from now on. I just um, do what I feel is best for me right now. So that, this is very interesting. If you on this point in your life to have, you know, to have this white piece of paper, literally just forget everything you did before or listened before or heard or whatever people say, and just think about feel in yourself and like, what's good for me? Like how would my life look like? To, to have myself in the best natural environment. If you would be an animal, let's say, you know, whatever. How would, how would the, the environment of this animal would be optimal for this specific animal? Food, rest, what would this animal do? So you can, you have this picture of this animal and, and wildlife. So you design yourself, your life, your daily routine after this specific individual, you know, example of yourself. This made a big shift. So. For example, flexibility is very uh, important for me. So I need a structure, a frame, you know, because otherwise it's too loose. But to, to keep it flexible is a huge different for me. So I designed like different blocks, for example, productive work, social time, uh, some other, for me, very important uh, blocks. And I can switch them. So I can, I can, for example, today I started out with workout, uh, and little meditation before, and then I did the work, and now I'm in this, let's say, social time. So I can switch and swap all the time, but I have it in the frame. So this works for me fine. So everybody, I think, needs to build their own system. Some people, I see it in, in, my, in my clients all the time, they, have, they are very structured and they need this structure. If they are too loose, they freak out. So be honest to yourself and ask yourself questions, really write them down what would be the, the best environment for me to, to live myself fully or to, to feel the, the most free or to be the most productive and have fun. If you write down these questions and then just answer and write down the answers without thinking too much about it, you will find more answers in yourself and understand yourself better. And then after this reflection, you can build up your, your real life after that. And this makes a huge impact. So how do you actually uh, find that out? You said you, you journal, you ask that question, you don't think about it too much. You just see what comes up. Yes. Yeah. So I, for me personally, I, you, there are different ways. So I use journaling and like especially connecting with myself with questions. So I, I write questions and answer immediately and I stop a timer for 10 minutes and then I review the questions and then I write more questions to go more deeply into to the area I want to have, you know, insights in, for example, the routines or like, how should I work? <laughs> because I, I experienced like online business, of course, you need to work with your computer. So uh, I was building the funnels and doing websites and stuff. And I, I, I felt in my body and in my, in my head, like I was so cramped and so, I don't know, stuck in some way, but I keep pushing me through it. And this, this was not good for me. So I realized, okay, I need to find my own way and my own style to do it and to free yourself from, from this. You need to do it to give yourself permission to, okay, 
be yourself. It makes sense if you do this, for example, the one week with yourself first, and then you have this good connection. And um, I explain all the time, like if, if yourself would be your, your own kid, for example, or your little brother, someone you really loved. <laughs> so how would you treat them? You know, you try to do everything for them that they thrive. So thriving means that everything around them is perfectly suited that they can do the best. Yeah. Uh, and flow. So this is how I see myself right now. Me and myself, it's, it's kind of different. And, uh, but, you know, if you understand, if you see yourself in this picture, like this is me from the outside and me from the inside, and you feel this connection, you can build your life and, and your decisions and your business and everything you do with like this relationship. Yeah, man, especially for achievers like us who are like setting big goals and want to achieve them. Um, we're often uh, very self-critical and that's something that I've, I've also uh, changed a lot uh, about myself now where I used to be really critical. But if you think about it, from a standpoint the way you said it's like hey you're like like literally you gotta you, you gotta be kind to yourself and you gotta kind of treat yourself as if you're like your own inner child because you still are like most of the things that are driving you now is literally coming from your childhood so you're actually in your core you're still that little child that has been hurt that has you know has these interests that you know likes this and man i love that uh that insight that you had about like making up your own mind about, okay, what's right for me? Cause that's something that uh, my buddy Lewis taught me. Um, and he, he's also been on the podcast and um, he's also in our, in our masterminds. And he, he also talks about how he, he used to listen to these, uh, yeah, to these different business leaders and gurus and would tell him like, Oh, you need to like, you can sleep when you're, when you're dead. And like, and he would then uh, start cutting down his sleep to six hours and he realized he just couldn't function. And this, there's just so many people that, you know, they tell you, this is how you should do you. This is how you should work. This is how you should live your life. And it's like, it just doesn't work for you. So it's like, it's literally like an art form. You need to figure out, okay, who are you? What works for you? So that's why it's so important as well to do meditation, do self-reflection journal. Because first of all, you need to figure out who are you? What do you like? What are your natural tendencies? And then optimize around that. That's what the really successful people do they they know exactly their strengths so for some people for, for an elon musk for example he can lock himself in a room and work on an engineering problem and just not be around people for me i need to be around people i can work for a few hours by myself but i'm i'm a people's person i need to be around people i want to be around people i love people and um i'm an extrovert so that's that's an insight to have for 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 anyone like how do you work? What do you need? And I love the way you said it is that you think about it as like a separate entity, like an, uh, an animal where it's like, what does that animal need? What are the, what are the yeah, natural tendencies? How big does the, where do we put the fences? Do we need any fences? You know, yes. like, yeah, like uh, and Elon Musk says he's, he's planning his day in five minute increments. I like to be structured as well, but five minutes is like, nah, it's way too structured for me. It's like, there's so many things that pop up or I have an idea and I need to write it down and, you know, I get some, some inspiration. I need to do something else. So, um, and, and, and really, I think independent thinking and thinking for yourself and really thinking, okay, there's this really influential guy that 
that is a huge role model for me and he, he tells me to do this, does that apply to me? I think that's so important because so many people, especially in the personal development industry, they're just so easily brainwashed, which is why I think it's such a good industry to make a lot of money because you can easily brainwash people. Um, so many people get so easily brainwashed by, oh, this is super important. I need to do this. I need to do that. And oh, yeah, they just buy into everything. And now I'm literally like, I look at everything super critically. It's like, does that apply to me? Like when someone tells me, hey, you need to go to all the speeches in Mind Valley because you need that knowledge. It's like, nope. From my experience, what I've learned is like, I need less information and then I work way better. So look at through that independent lens, always thinking for yourself, no matter who's, who tells you anything, always thinking for yourself. Yes, wise words. Of course, yeah. So know yourself is, is the first thing which is really important and which is the biggest part. I, it took me like, I don't know, 10 years, maybe my whole life to, to understand myself as I do right now. And it's still, you know, going deeper and getting more clearer. But this is where you need to start, exactly. So I would really highlight this point. When you understand yourself, and I did like everything you can imagine, like my star sign, my Myers-Briggs, my other... 10 different personality types, tests, um, you know, feedback from strangers, all these different uh, things energetically and whatever to understand myself. And I saw and understand right now, how do I work and how do I feel and, and you know, what's best for me from there, you can start doing whatever, because if you look at the, the biggest billionaires or like rich people in the world, they have all different strategies. Richard Branson or Steve Jobs, different strategy than Elon Musk or Bill Gates, for example. You know, you have these big three types, which I, which I use in my uh, program, which is the, the doer, the, the, the thinker, and the feeler. So Steve Jobs and um, Richard Branson, they are more the feeling type of people. So they're more intuitive. They're not that structured. They have discipline, of course, and they are some kind, maybe strange in how they behave. Uh, but they have no boundaries. They are free. They do, you know, they, they work different than Elon Musk, for example, who is a, a doer. You know, he, is, he likes to do stuff. And if you develop through these three, three stages, so obviously everybody needs to do, think, and um, feel. But you have a, have a tendency uh, which was developed in your childhood, in your early years, dependent on where you grew up, where you had the most space to develop um, for example, in my family, was my father was a thinker, programmer back in the days, like a brain. My mother was a really a doer person. So I had them as a first child. I had the first, the the, the most room to develop my feeling, charismatic uh, tendencies. So and when I realized, okay, I can also do things and think about things, but all coming from the feeling part. My doing and thinking is different from people who come from, from, from a doing standpoint, for example, because they always know to do, but they don't have the fine feeling if this action is good. For me, I have all these feelings, good and negative, you know, and I need to, need to cut this down a little bit and, and go into action and then rethink it. So, and so you can develop your own winning formula and your losing formula. This is a, a, a very great um, exercise for, for people. So if you're on this point where you think, I understand myself. Go back in your time, in your head, and think about a situation where you totally nailed it, where you rocked it. You know, what was that winning formula? How how was it? Uh, uh, you know, you started with feeling, for example. You had this intuition, okay, and then you took action. Oh, oh what? How, how was this formula when you need to describe it to someone else? 
um, what was the underlying method you did then? You know, you started with an action, you started with a plan, which is thinking, you started with a feeling, and then go back and look at something where it obviously went very wrong. How was that? <laughs> and why, how is it different? And so we have this winning formula and the losing formula. And this gains a lot of, you know, self-knowledge and, you know, consciousness about how you work and which kinds of, um, you know, systems would, which, you know, would not work for you and which is the best way for you starting from know yourself. This is very good. Yeah. And I don't know if you, you've heard of Dan Sullivan, but he's, he's someone that I keep talking about. He's amazing. So he's got a podcast 10X talk and, uh, he's, he's someone that coaches some of the top entrepreneurs. Uh, he's a, he's, he's has had a ton of experience. Uh, he's like, I think he's 76 now. And, um, he's, for example, he's coaching Peter Diamandis and, and people like that. And, um, one of the exercises that he talks about is the three circles. So what you do is you look at, um, okay, what are the things that, um, I'll try to describe it as good as I can, but you'll get the gist of it. So it's basically, it's one bucket of tasks that drain you. So these are the tasks where, for example, if you're building a funnel, you starting to tense up and it's like, uh, you just don't feel good. It, it, it drains you. You don't want to do it. And, um, you need to be aware of these tasks. So you put all that into one column or a circle or whatever, uh, or make a list of that. Then there's other tasks that don't drain you, but they also don't excite you. They're just like, Oh, I'll do them for me. For example, that's uh, building systems or, or, or getting some structure going. Uh, so it's not something that I, that I dread, but it's also not something that I'm energized by. And then there's the third one, which is things that excite you. Things that while you're doing it and after you've done it, you have more energy than before. And your goal as an entrepreneur is to spend, is to eliminate all the things that drain you, minimize the things that don't excite you. And, and in the long term, only do that one activity that gives you the most energy and the most fun and the most enjoyment, because then you're, then you're just unstoppable. Then, then it's easy to work 16 hours a day and achieve a ton because it doesn't feel like work and it excites you. So uh, I think that's a, that's similar to your exercise with like the winning formula and the losing formula. That's why it's also so important to figure out, okay, how do I feel right now? Cause my buddy Lewis, he actually told me like, Hey, every feeling that you have, it's there for a reason. It's not just this, you know, this, we as men were like, Oh, just ignore the feelings just push through. Don't be a pussy. But it's like the feelings, they usually tell you something. It's your subconscious communicating with you as in like, okay, you're doing this task right now. Don't do it. You're feeling bad right now. Stop doing it. It's like your body's signaling, signaling you that you're sick and you need to rest. And if you ignore that, it's just going to get worse. So I had all this stress build up and it just would get worse and worse. And then I would kind of like burn out. I'd be like, I didn't even work that much, but why am I burning out? It's because I was doing something that I didn't really enjoy. And um, listen to these feelings. It's like, it's, I think it's so crucial. And once you, once you figured out what's the one thing that you're really good at, maybe it's, you know, the Elon Musk type engineering stuff. You love solving problems. Or it's the, for example, I think Richard Branson has really good people skills and you just want to be around the, the people and motivate them and, and inspire them and be that leader. Like if you spend all your time there, it's like everything gets so much easier um, and you achieve so much more. So I'm, I'm constantly looking into that. Okay, what are the things that really excite me? One of the things that really excite me is, for example, these podcasts or the mastermind calls that we're doing, because I'm always super energized after that. And I'm like, I could do this all day. This is not work for me. 
Yes. You know what the problem is with people, with human? We all look the same. We have different skin color, but we, are, we look the same. And if you, it's very hard for us to understand that, you know, this person has their special skills or superpower in this area and the other one in there because, you know, they look the same. They have the same instruments, hands and, and feet and everything. So why, why shouldn't they, you know, just do the same? So this is how, how, especially in Germany here, the education system is built up. So, you know, just teach everybody who looks the same, you know, all the humans, the same stuff. So everybody could do everything, right? So, but if you look in the, like to, to other like animals, for example, in nature, try to, to put the shark in the horse race track or to, to, to throw the horse in the water. So what will happen? The, the shark would move, you know, a few meters maybe but then it would die and the horse it can swim a little bit but then it would die or you know the sharks will, will eat it in the, in the ocean so if you have this picture in your head like different kind of animals and they all have their their logical uh, place in this big ecosystem and this makes so much sense when we also understand we are a species but within this huge developed species as humans we have different kind of positions we need to we need to find out ourselves to be successful and fulfilled otherwise we are in in financial stress in health stress in mental stress because if we have this uh, if, if we haven't found the the right flow where we feel this is the right place for me because i am who i am and i love what i do if we didn't find this speed this sweet spot it's it's searching and hustling and it's it's disease. It's not, not ease. It's, you know, it's disease. <laughs> I like the English language because it's like disease. <laughs> it's, it's nice. Yeah. Uh, you know. Yeah. What are some of the things that uh, helped you the most to actually learn more about yourself? Is there like a, a resource or a book or like an exercise or an insight that you had, maybe like a mindset shift? Um, the most. <laughs> it was just living life, you know. <laughs> Just with time same. with time let's start not that it takes like a lot of time but it takes you need to see it you need to be willing to to look at it so this is why, why i love uh, this reflection exercises once a day or you know once a week when when you like it more but look on your week on the past what happened what was good what was bad uh, which what felt good, what felt bad, and how you can improve it, and what what deeper meaning is is in it. So any kind of reflection you can do, if it is meditation, if it is um, uh, whatever it is, try to understand um, yourself better. So you can you can go hiking for two weeks and try to understand yourself. You can do the vipassana or reflection. So I would say what helped me the most is understanding myself. And try different things. If, if journaling is not your thing, okay, just, you know, uh, do, have a mastermind or have a, um, you know, a body where you can call once a week and say like, you know, what was good with your week? And then he is interviewing you and he's asking the questions you don't want to hear. And then like, oh yeah, you're right. This felt way better. So if you understand your own patterns and how you work and why you do things, how you do it, boom, <laughs> this is nice. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's so valuable to have someone that can give you an honest opinion and constructive feedback and it's not afraid to yeah, criticize you as well. And then of course it's your job to also be really, really open-minded and 
and not get defensive, which is really hard. Uh, I've had it so many times where people say, no, no, tell me what, what's actually in your mind. Like I can take any criticism. And then I put it out there and they're like immediately get defensive. And it's like, oh no, but it's, it's not this. It's, you don't understand. It's because of this. Like, um, but yeah, having that like or a mastermind group, a coach or something like, I think it's so crucial because you, you just end up making the same mistakes over and over again, running the same patterns. You're not even aware of it. And really like taking a step back and figuring yourself out. I think it's, it's, it's probably the most valuable thing you can do um, at any point in your life. If you haven't done it yet, the earlier, the better, because once you figure that out, like it's, it's, your life is going to get so much better because you know how to, how to feed yourself, how to treat yourself, how to, you know, take care of that animal. <laughs> yeah, um, that's a good picture. Yeah. Yeah. And you need to be, sorry about it, but you need to be honest, hundred percent honest with yourself. So that's why I have all this, this notebooks around. And you know, if, if you write it in your notebooks, it's in your notebook. You don't need to tell it to your friend or coach, but start with being hundred percent honest to yourself. What do you really want? And when I, when I started to be 100% honest with myself, Everything shifted. My relationship shifted. My so not to myself, but also to my to my girlfriend, because you know the things are there. If you're honest and see what's there, we think so much about things which are not there. But look what's there actually. So what do we feel right now? What do we want to do right now? You want to travel? Okay, don't build a business to travel, but travel. You know, find another way to just do it. Don't be afraid to. Just travel, for example. So, you know, um, and this, you need to be honest and you have to have the guts and, you know, to just, just do it. Um, I think it's also one of the most important things to actually figure out what you really want because everything else stems from that. There's so many people that are building a business for 10 years and they realize, I, I'm, I'm just doing this for significance. I just want to be loved. And this business is not really getting, giving me that. It's like, that's why it's so important. Like there's probably so many people that are building a business right now that are listening to this that maybe shouldn't be, or they have, they have goals that they're going towards that is not actually what they want. And they're actually just wasting their time. That's why, again, journaling is one of the most productive things to do. You know, if you don't have an hour to journal because you think it's a waste of your time, well, I'm just telling you, I don't have 10 years to work on, to, on something that it's not giving me what I want because I didn't put in that one hour of journaling where I actually figure out, wait a minute, if I make, if I'm making a million a year and I want to make 10 and I'm going towards a 10 million a year, that's not going to change anything. It's just, I'm, I'm wasting, I'm wasting years of my life trying to get that goal. That's why uh, I think again, self-reflection, so, so critical.